Okay, good morning. Today's Shear, Wednesday, um, Dalid Nissen, Toshim Pei Aleph. In the Rambam Hilchus, Zelev Avedu Pei Rigvav Halach Aleph and Beis. First, I'll read the Halach and the Rambam, and then we'll talk a little bit about it um, in, a, in an actual interesting contemporary case. <clears throat> the Rambam writes as follows. It's based on a Gemariah in Bava Metziah, Daf Chavdalid Amir Aleph. The Gemariah brings the din of Zutai Shalyam, the froth of the sea. And it says, in, in, in a way, if, it's, if there's a passage that the owners cannot go and retrieve what they lost, so their ownership is, is um, expunged. They're not owners anymore. And whoever takes that object, it's, it's his, it remains his. <clears throat> and the Rambam says as follows, <clears throat> various items, whether it's pieces of wood or stones <clears throat> that the river um, swept away. <clears throat> if their owners gave up, if their owners despaired, they had yish. So therefore, whoever finds them, it's, it's permitted. But if they, we don't know if they, uh, there was huge, we don't know if they despaired. He's obligated to, to return. If somebody retrieves an item from a river or from the tempestness of the sea, if he knows for sure that the owners despaired from ever, ever recovering those items once again. These are his. And if he doesn't know, if the owners despaired, he should return them. The, uh, the topic of today's share, I, I heard from a very reliable source, a story, <clears throat> a story um, that a few Bachram went many years ago on Merkish to a city and a lady, a non-Jewish lady came over to them and said that she is from Poland or Riga, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, I'm not quite sure. And uh, the Nazis in Machshimam were burning books and she knew that the books were holy, even though she's not Jewish, but she held them in high regard. So she sacrificed herself and she went and at the edge of the bonfire she took two or three books and and held them and rescued them and she said that i live here in this little town for whatever 20 years or so whatever the amount of years it was and i wanted to return them to jews but i don't see the jews like i saw in poland i don't see the type of jews until I've seen you, I see you with your payas, et cetera. So here I'm giving it back to you. <clears throat> um, the person that told me the story is a very reliable person. He told me that they were actually books of chassidus, books of um, not uh, manuscript chassidus, I believe it was uh, kupir. It was uh, copied chassidus. And in the, in the uh, cover, it, uh, it said the name of the chassid. Rav Zalman Garari, and they came back to New York and they gave the farm to the Rebbe. 
again, the person that told me the story is reliable. He told me that Rebzalman Gerari, and they went to Rebzalman and told him, hey, guess what? We found some of your old books, old Tzvarim, and uh, we gave it to the Rebbe. So Rebzalman wrote into the Rebbe that it's his, it's not uh, the libraries, it's his Tzvarim. And the Rebbe answered back on the, uh, on the note that Rebzalman wrote, Zute Shalyam. The uh, which is our halacha, which is primarily that the Machshimam, the Nazis, once they confiscated Svarim, they um, they uh, th- these are considered zute uh, shalyam. These are considered uh, uh, irreplaceable, and and you're never going to get it back again. And therefore, it's not yours anymore. <clears throat> um, interestingly enough, I later saw in a, a very similar story. Uh, with Svarim that belonged to the library of the Rebbe of Gur. Again, the same Nekuda that he found out that some people had some of his Svarim and he demanded the, uh, that they return it to him. And the, the at least the primary, the, the original answer was Another thing was many years ago in the early 80s, there was a very famous case of an auction in Sotheby's regarding Svarim that were smuggled out of Germany. And the question became, and they were originally part of a library. And the question again became, and it was a, this, that's already a slightly different case, but it's primarily going on the same Nukuda, um, whether, whether Svarim or objects or items in, that was uh, confiscated by the Germans, whether this, this con- the person who has them can keep them. <clears throat> whether well, the person who has them can keep them. Okay, so we're gonna discuss that for a few seconds. And um, based on this Rambam that we're learning today and also the Allah and Shulchan Aruch Lemaisa. So um, remember we have to realize that there's a constant, the, the Allah of Yush, what is Yush? When a person despairs of something that is uh, that he lost. So this is a option for somebody who finds it to keep it. Um, the question is also, so n- number one, the, the question is whether the person who finds the, um, whether the person who finds the, um, whether a person who finds the, the these items it was miyayish. And number two, there's a, a stronger part of, way of, part of Yish, which is called Zute Shalyam, the tempestness of the sea, where, where we could say theoretically the, that, that, he, 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 he is Balkarch. He has he or she, the, the person despairs of it almost against his will. He sees something um, being uh, being swept away by the sea, whether he wants to or not, he he wants he he, end, he ends up being despaired. There's a third category which I don't want to talk about today, which is called Kibush Muhama, which is whether when when, when there's a uh, <clears throat> a war and a opposing army, opposing king takes items away, whether that 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 person, that king or that army has the right to keep it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Or somebody buys it from from uh, from the army or from the uh, king, whether he has to give it back. Okay. There's an interest regarding svarim in particular, which is why I chose this topic. Regarding svarim in particular and various precious objects, religious objects that have a, a meaning to to Jewish owners or Orthodox owners, etc. Tesis in Baba Kama says that it's a Tesis Dav Kufyu Dalid Amid Beis 
the Ramaskal Hamatya Taisu says, Enrigilus Lis Yayesh Misoyim. There's people Jews particularly are not um, in the habit of despairing of ever seeing their Svarim again. And the Pshat, I guess, is because what does a non-Jew need a Aktsas uh, or a Rambam? Or what does he do with it? So he'll obviously he'll return it. Or let's say Paratfilin, maybe. He he thought he stole something of value. He thought he stole something that looks nice in a velvet bag or a, a nice book, etc. But when he opens it, he realizes that it's nothing to do with him. So he'll go back to the show. He'll go back to the yeshiva and give it. So actually, that's the, the Rama Paskins talk like that. The Rama Paskins like Taisvis. And the Rama says that by Svarim, there's no Yish. We're talking here about Yish now, not about Zutish Yom, about Stam despair. So uh, the the um, the uh, the Rama and Chayshim Mishpat simulation on Tess Paskin, the Eshaimrim Dim of at Svarim. If he loses Svarim, he's not Miyayish, he doesn't despair, even in a place where there's a lot of, uh, a lot of going. Okay, so, so, um, so in, in a, uh, in various chuvists that deal with this topic, they say that what happened in the Holocaust and even going back in the Gzeda's Tafnitat and different various various uh, non-Jewish pogroms, that is different than what the Shulchan Aruch and Taisus is talking about. These are different circumstances. And in those cases, there is, there is a, a forced, a, a, there is a forced Yish. And um, they give two reasons. Number one, one reason basically is that during the Holocaust and during other terrible incidents, the Jewish people were in fear of their lives. They were in fear that they're going to lose their lives, Rahman al-Islam. And in many cases, they did. So if they were miyayish on their lives, Kolshke and the Kalbachaymer, they're miyayish on their objects, on this farm. That's number one. And number two, they, 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 they were, it wasn't so much that they're miyayish, but they just dropped everything and left them because they wanted to save themselves and it was something that they they consciously uh, sort of see gave away. So so uh, um, okay, but there are those that argue with this and say that that's not the case because people didn't know exactly what was going on. They thought they'll come home after the war, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So so the um, yeah, again. So this is regarding stam yish despair. But then when you have the concept of Zute Shoyam, which is a situation where Yimach uh, Shimon, they took it, they, 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 they put it into a fire. The person sees his books going into a fire or hears about his books going into a fire. This is already not Yish, this is already Zute Shoyam. So interestingly enough, we have the Rambam. The Rambam isn't so simple. The Rambam doesn't say that Zute Shoyam is automatically a uh, something that we we that constitutes Yish. The Rambam says im yoidim, if we know that he was miyayish, so he can keep it. So right away we have the rush. The rush argues on the Rambam, and the rush says that um, whoever rescues from a lion or from a bear. Or from or from the tempestness of the sea, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Any place where there's a rabbin, a person loses a wallet on Fifth Avenue, and he 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 thinks he'll come back next day and find his wallet on Fifth Avenue, or find it with his money. He's a fool. So so it says the rush, because the rush learns 
he argues on the Rambam and he says, for sure, there's no question that the that that the owners were Miyayush. And even if the uh, um, uh, even if he screams, the the rush says, even if even if we hear the guy screaming, no, I'm not giving up. I know I'll get it back. I know I know that uh, the books will not be burnt. I know that the books will be returned to me, or the etc. The objects will be returned. Says the rush, it's a foolish, it's a foolish uh, despair because it says if somebody is screaming about his house that already fell down. And actually, the Shulchan Aruch and Chayshu Mishpat, Reish Montes again, that we brought down before the Ramah here, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, not like the Ramah Paskins, like the like the Rosh. Hamatzlu min Ari Yuminadoi Vizutu Shoyam Harei Lishaloi Afilu Shabalei Mishon Vitzava. The 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 Shulchan Aruch Paskins simply like the Rosh that in Zutu Shoyam there is no need to wonder whether a person is miyayish. It's autom- an automatic yish. So. So um, interestingly enough, um, the the um, there was a very great rav. Uh, lately, there has been talk about him in relation to <clears throat> the smicha that he gave the rebbe in Berlin. A very very big Talmud Chacham. His name was Rabbi Yechiel Yaakov Weinberg. He made a tshuva called Sefer Tshuva is called Svideish, and he actually dealt with a lot of issues dealt dealing with the Holocaust, pre-Holocaust, post-Holocaust. So he was asked this question, and he has a long tshuva Simon Kuf Mem Zayin in Chelagalik Svideish, and he he actually says that it's not so simple when it comes to Svarim. We brought that, which is why I brought down before the words of Taisus that Svarim is not Miyayish and Rama Paskins like that. So in the case, in the specific case of Svarim, in the case, let's say, of the Rechush of a Jew, we have a lot of cases lately talking about artwork, etc. In the case of a Rechush of a, of a Yid is one thing. But when it comes to Svarim, he writes that he knows, he saw personally, uh, they, would, they would take Svarim and they would put it into a library. And, um, and, and uh, it, it, it got... It got uh, it got rescued, and uh, I personally was in a, a country in South America, where I walked into a shul and there was a collection of svarim from various libraries of Berlin and Frankfurt, and I asked, "How do these svarim come here?" And I was told that uh, after the war, it's a famous story. It's not something that I would that, that I reveal that after the war there was uh, these warehouses of of svarim of libraries from Germany and from other uh, big kehillas that were no more Rahman al Nabakh. And the uh, <clears throat> the Allied forces uh, didn't know what to do with them. So in conjunction with uh, various Jewish agencies, they decided to send Svarim to various communities. So one day in front of uh, Ashul in Argentina, huge boxes of Svarim came. Then the 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 Eden in the in the shul didn't know what these were. They saw Swarim, they put it in the shelf. In some cases they were very valuable Swarim with stamps, Bibliothek del uh, the Yiddish Gemeinde Berlin, Yiddish Bibliothek Yiddish Gemeinde Frankfurt. So the Swedish is correct. That's in many cases they didn't uh, destroy them, they just put them with Shmira. So so but um Going back to our original story, the Rebbe felt that the uh, is like uh, <clears throat> is like uh, the uh, uh, the Pashas that in Zutei Shliyam there uh, 
there, there was uh, it's his, even though the Ramah writes by Sorim there's no Yish. I guess the Rebbe felt that there's no Stam Yish. But when it comes to Zute Shoyam, the you know even even Lagabe Sorim, even Lagabe these things there was Yish, and we see the story was that uh, it wasn't taken away to into a, into a library. The lady said that it was uh, it was being burnt. The question becomes, and in this, and I'll conclude, is an interesting machlekis between the shach and the tzasacheshen, whether there is a chiyuv lifnim mishuras hadin to return the um, to return the uh, the svarim, and interestingly enough, that um, <clears throat> that uh, uh, the shach the shach I guess learns, if I'm not mistaken, the shach learns in simashin and vav. That there is no is no um, there is no din of uh, of uh, in this regard, and the Tzas wants to say that uh, there seems to be a din of uh, of returning after a gineva. We're not talking about zuta shoyam. This is time I want to make clear. I'm talking about the laws of gineva. If somebody stole something, and uh, even though the owner was miyayish, whether after yish. The person who received the the items, whether he has a a um, a uh, a had an obligation to return them. So the the, the shach says no, and the tzos wants to say that there is a ethical obligation to return. And again, this is not talking about stam yish. This is talking about the neighbor. Thank you.